Hey guys, and welcome to season two, episode four of Couch in the Mind, clearing the mind one couch talk at a time. On today's episode, I've got Rowan, Rowan Cook joining me. How are you, brother? Good, thanks, Jaden. Yourself, mate? Mate, I'm loving it. Just just had a really bloody long day on the roof, um, doing a bit of solar panel work, and I'm cheering. I've got the air conditioner blasting behind me, and I'm, I'm ready to get into this fantastic topic. So what we're going to be going on today is alternative healing. And the reason why I've named it this particular name is because for Rowan, um, a lot of his work and passion comes through um, shamanism. Um, I'll, I'll let him explain it very sh- soon, but it's a bit of an alternative way of healing and getting through things, whether it be mentally um, or you've, you've suffered from PTSD or things, things along the line of that. Because you, you hear like if someone says to you, if you're going through a difficult time, maybe it's worth going seeing um, a health professional. You, all you think about is just streamline alternatives. So you probably think of a psychologist, a counselor, or seeing like a doctor and get medicated. So this is a different, probably more of a natural approach. And I think it's definitely um, something that people should be more aware of, that there aren't ju- just the streamline um, answers, but there are other ways of getting through things if you're struggling. So as always, guys, Rowan may mention something today that you might not be, um, you might take offense to. Um, and if that's if that's the case, please feel free to stop watching the video. Otherwise, continue to watch it and um, and enjoy. Um, but that's all from me, and I'll hand it over to Rowan. And I guess where we could probably start is is how you got into shamanism, um, your your like little journey before that, and maybe briefly define um, shamanism for those who don't know. Yeah, thanks for the intro, Jaden. So I. Um... Now, like a lot of people that start to have a bit of an interest in mental health matter, generally comes through a personal experience. Um, I was in my early to mid thirties and I'd followed the status quo. Um, after we had our child at 28 years old, I got, I was a bit of a loose unit before then. Um, and I thought it was time to toe the line. So I got into the full-time job and then got in that mindset of, you know, you've got to get promoted. You've got to keep doing things to climb the ladder to, and more money to provide a better life for your family. Um, along the way, like a lot of us, I lost sight of what I was doing it for. And as I was, I'm an ambitious guy by nature. Um, and as I kept going for these next levels in jobs, like I'd get on the tools, then I'd get into a management position, then I'd get into a, a regional management position. And all this time, my vision was set on doing the best thing for my family, but the people that were suffering from it was myself and my family. Like there was a time when my daughter was one year old and I left work in the morning before she woke up and I got home at night after she was in bed. So the whole reason I started on this quest of working so much more and, and pushing myself harder was the exact thing that was suffering. Um, working those kind of hours it couldn't go on forever and around sort of um my early 30s like i'm over 40 years old now around my early 30s i really started to hit the wall um i basically wore myself down to nothing and then with that i started drinking too much i was probably eating not the best foods as well i started become becoming self-destructive with it all yeah um, yeah, the anxiety built up, um, depression crept, crept in. And you mentioned before the streamline, um, medical professionals do see, and I'm not bagging that at all, but you know, I went into a doctor, I said, I'm feeling like this. He goes, all right, here, take these pills. I take them. I go, it's a little bit better, but not that good. He goes, here, take some more and then take some more. 
And this really snowballed um, to a point where back in 2004, it wasn't pretty sure, I was actually hospitalized twice um, through bad reactions that the anti-anxiety medication had with me and the antidepressants had with me. And, you know, at one point there, an ambulance was called out to our house because my wife thought that I was having a heart attack. My speech was slurring. Um, yeah, mate, my health hit rock bottom, um, absolute rock bottom. And I was put in hospital and put on monitors to find out what was going on. And they couldn't find out what was going on. So I got off the medication. Things started becoming normal again. Then the anxiety got bad again. Medication back in hospital again. Um, so the standard system wasn't really working for me and everything you mentioned before, you know, counsellors, psychs, all of that, tick, 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 did them all. Um, yeah. Mate, didn't do anything. Literally just, it made me actually start questioning my own self-worth and questioning, well, am I just broken? Um, you know, all these people that have got these really cool certificates on their walls, are telling me that this should fix it and it's not if anything it's masking it or just dulling my emotions and, and everything in life yeah um, and so I'm, I'm just going to quickly butt in there but what what made you find that light at the end of the tunnel and kind of break out of this reoccurring cycle of seeing seeing professional help getting back on the medication temporary fix and then going back to the start again and continuing that journey um, man, it was pretty, pretty soul destroying at the time. Hey, um, it was just up and down, but the thing was so many people around me, around my age and other people I know, especially blokes were yeah. doing the same thing. So I started to think, well, maybe it's just something everyone deals with. Maybe like I, I didn't know a whole lot of really happy people that were just living healthy lives and, you know, had that balance in place. Um, and at that point, it was when my wife um, suggested to me, have you ever heard of a shaman? Have you you've been to a shaman? And um, long story short, I went and saw my first shaman. I was pretty skeptical. At the time, I did a bit of Googling. We all know how many uh, bum steers Google can throw us. <laughs> um, Mate, I have, I have self-diagnosed myself that many times through Google. Like if I see a lump or a bump in my arm, and then you always you always think worst case scenario would just lead you in the wrong path. Yeah, it's everything, it <laughs> and it was back to the old thing. Am I just broken? You know, am I a dud yeah. model? Um, and yeah, then you start questioning. Well, is there a fix to it? Um, I went and saw this shaman. I was expecting to walk in someone feathers coming off their their head, like witch doctor, mm -hmm. everything. Um, it was this little white lady in normal clothes and everything. And we talked through a bit of stuff and I went through the shamanic healing treatment, um, was absolutely blown away in that two to three hour time. What she was able to tell me about my past that I hadn't even remembered. Wow. Um, yeah, things that had happened at different ages would trigger in certain behaviors and limiting patterns. Yeah. Um, and also, talked about animal spirits and, and breathing in these other energies and abilities and I left there feeling a lot lighter but it was the three to four months to follow that it's like my own ability started to open up and my own um, my own vision of there being a brighter future just started to open up from there so that's how it all kicked off 
it's incredible, mate. And, and for those who don't know much about shamanism, the, the whole process, how does that how does that come about? Okay, so to break it down in a nutshell, everyone does it a bit differently. Um, and the funny thing is with this, it doesn't require a belief in a certain religion, a certain spirit, anything like that. Um, I've had tradies come in that don't believe in anything and all that, and they've walked away with amazing benefits. Um, so basically you talk about some emotions that are plaguing you or really been heavy on you that you want to let go of out of your life. You want to talk about some emotions and feelings that you want to bring into your life, um, things that you, you like, happiness, joy, abundance, um, things you want to get out like sadness, depression, anxiety. Um, you have an intention for the session, like I'd like to feel freer, I'd like to get through the day without feeling under pressure. Yep. Um, and then that's it, it's not a full counselling session, then you lay on a bed, you have a blanket put over you and you basically lay back and enjoy the ride um, while I go to work or while the shaman goes to work. And that experience, you'll hear rattles, you'll smell different oils, um, smokes like sage and different things. Um, you'll hear a lot of drumming and, and yeah, and some weird noises, There's no touching or anything, anything freaky like that. Mm -hmm. um, totally safe environment and if at any time you feel uncomfortable you can put your hand up and we sort of stop it yep um and yeah it, it goes about to put it in the best western term it extracts it extracts the crap the energy blocks the even physical injuries it can extract and then it brings in greater ability for you to move forward and achieve what you want to achieve yeah oh, and and turns to yourself, and obviously this is not for everyone that you know you might you might be inclined to seeing a psychologist and you, and you get the help that you need through that. But for yourself, obviously this has helped you get through what you needed to get through mentally and some of the things you've been holding on to from the past. How how does this differ from seeing like seeing a psychologist versus seeing someone who's doing uh, you know teaching uh, practicing shamanism? For yourself how did how did that change like in terms of how did you get the help you need and required through shamanism okay so with the mainstream medical profession once again i'm not bashing anything here everyone has different things that work for them um, so the mainstream medical professionals i found one the medication was about um numbing the feeling numbing the sensations so that it wasn't so heightened and you could deal with it on an everyday basis and i found that the counseling and the psychs were about talking about the same thing over and over and how it makes you feel now at the end of the day for me i didn't know exactly what was triggering it and it made me feel like shit. um end of story i could put that as many different ways as i want but it was that that was the crux of the story um and the medication was just about numbing it so it wasn't such a heightened sense of anxiety, fear, depression um, being lost. The difference with shamanism is it opens the doors and it gives you the tools to actually deal with what the root cause of the trauma that has started the domino effect that's led you to this point. Yep. Um, so this might sound a bit out there, but for example, um, a client I saw the other day, it's like, all right, so we went into 
the trance into the soul rooms and something happened when you were nine years old that made you distrust all people in a position of authority. And then when they thought about it, they said, shit, that's right. I saw my dad get arrested and da da da. And from this point, and they've had a inbuilt um, fear of people in authority since that position. Now you can work through that. So you can actually work through stuff that people aren't totally aware is residing in them and causing the repeat uh, limiting behaviors and patterns. That's that's yeah. what I've been with shamanism. It gives you the tools to work through it and move forward rather than just glossing over it. It's about empowerment, really. Um, like you ask anyone that's really suffering from really bad anxiety, depression, PTSD, if you told them do this and you will cure it, they would do it in an instant. The fact is they don't know what to do. They don't know what's causing it. They don't know what to do. With shamanism, you can work on that. Um, it still takes work. The shaman is about being the guide to give you the tools. And there's a phrase used, the hollow bone. So the shaman doesn't give you all the answers. The, the shaman will filter and, and sort of get the answers through for you and work with you to achieve what you want to achieve. At the end yeah. of the day, no one can do the work for you. But if yeah. you don't have the tools, like you, you're an electrician, you, you, you can't rough in a house without any tools. Exactly, mate. That's the thing. Yeah, like you said, you can you can see as many health professionals as you want, but if you're not willing within yourself to get yourself better and you want to stay in this negative mindset, it's nothing's going to work. Um, and that's probably the next question we're going to ask yourself. How, do you, how did you get out of that negative mindset? Because obviously shamanism is a lot different to your, your um, streamline. Um, health practitioners and whatnot but how did you manage to overcome that hurdle of, of actually wanting to help yourself get through these negative moments within your life um to to be really raw um it'd probably be purpose but yeah. not my own purpose um i have a beautiful wife still have her um and a young daughter and I wanted to be the best for them at this yeah. point when I was at rock bottom to be hundred percent raw and honest again, I'd really um, given up on being much for myself or, or myself amounting to anything. And I got to the point where I didn't see any other option. And, and that's why I, I opened the door to actually investigate shamanism for myself. And after the effect um, all the results I got from it, that's when I instantly um, started a deep immersion in the study of it to, to practice that. And my quest is to be the person that I needed when I was at my rock bottom. I want to be that person for, for other people, so. No, it's great, mate. To, to, to have the, your own self-acknowledgement that, look, I'm not in the greatest state of mind. I'm going to put my hand up, get myself out of there, whether or not this particular um, health practitioner um, base in shamanism is going to help me or not. I'm going to give it a go. I'm going to try it. I don't know if it's going to work, but I'm going to give it a go. The fact that you managed to do that, mate, you got, you know, that's self-acknowledgement. You got to be proud of yourself, man. Yeah. Cheers, mate. Thanks. It's, um, and you know, I still have my bad days. Um, but it's about having those tools and, and, continuing my shamanic practice and working with other people. And I still work with mentors as well as clients of my own. Um, it still gives me those tools to work through those, those tough days now with a lot more comfort. 
a lot of people in this line of work, um, they think they've got to be very theatrical. I, I love going for a schooner down the pub. You know, I'll chuck 20 <laughs> minutes on Kino. Um, I love a barbecue, all this normal stuff. In this spiritual line of work, a lot of people think that you've got to have fisherman's pants, dreads, and like a whole lot of like bangles hanging off you. I, I pride myself on being a real world Western shaman. Um, for the real world and working with people in the real world. So yeah, that's that's something I'll, I'll never lose sight of who I am or what I am. Um, I'm just a normal Aussie bloke that's working towards healing people, really. Yeah, man, and and I, I can tell that like a big key factor of yourself within your life is is your own general purpose. Finding that general purpose is it's obviously a very difficult thing. You know, you, you come out of school. And, and all you've been taught and given is is a crux of, of going to uni, doing well at uni, starting a full-time job, those sort of things. That, that We see that as the most important thing coming out of school. And then obviously starting a family, this and that. But they don't really teach us about your own general purpose and, and where your kind of life leads into. How did you manage to find your own general purpose? And for those who may be struggling with that, how do you overcome that hurdle and um, manage to define general purpose um that, that's a really good question and you know it, it's still changing and evolving um but finding what you said there is, is textbook of you're meant to do this you're meant to do this and and i thought all right well if i keep doing this i keep doing what society tells me i'm i'm meant to do it some yeah at some point i've got to be happy with it don't i like i'm doing what i'm meant to but i was getting more miserable um so I guess it was finding, so my purpose is actually sharing this gift with other people and giving people the ability to grow forward. Yeah. Um, finding that wasn't easy, that that was a whole series of steps and I only left full-time work, um, working for the man, so, so to speak, what, nine months ago now. And that was still a really scary thing. Um, but at that time, I wasn't getting any joy out of working for the man and when I was doing the odd shamanic appointments here and there, because I was doing sort of juggling a few things at once, the feeling that I was getting through being of service back to other people um, absolutely blew me away. And I guess I didn't even answer your question there. How did I find that purpose? Um, the big picture was hard, but knowing what the next step was easy. So I needed to work towards something I was passionate about and I was passionate about shamanism and my families and men's health. So how do I move towards that? I further my studies. Yep. Then as I further my studies, like there's a saying I love, um, it's out of a, a Boyd Vardy book. He says, I don't know where I'm going, but I know exactly how to get there. So it's that next step and the big picture will uh, basically present itself to you. But I think because that big picture isn't always clear, people don't take the next step. So it's moving towards what draws you. Um, and I guess it's what you'd do if you didn't have to get up for a paycheck. For sure, man. If you're trying to trying to help yourself mentally and get through something and, and your streamline um, health professionals aren't get, giving you the satisfaction you need and you're trying to jump out of your comfort zone to try something new out, how do you think you achieve that and do that without... without because I find in the back of your mind, you're always constantly thinking, oh, what's old mate going to think when I'm doing this? 
you're too afraid to tell your mates because you feel somewhat of embarrassment for, for giving something a go. How do you overcome that barrier? Well, two ways. You don't tell your mates because I'm not going to tell them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the second one is, and something I always, you know, I, I still remind myself of it regularly. Um, you don't take advice on a certain subject from someone who hasn't achieved what it is you want to achieve. Mm. So it's like some people will take financial advice off someone who hasn't reached where they want to be financially. So on the same side, spiritually and personal, on personal growth, um, I wouldn't suggest taking advice or criticism off anyone that hasn't achieved where it is you want to reach. Yep. Something I've learned very quickly in life is the people that out there having, are having a crack, don't criticise other people for having a crack. It's the people that are too scared to do things themselves that basically try and drag everyone down because it's like if someone else achieves it, then they're kicking themselves because they kind of wanted to but never did. Yeah. So, I, think, I think sometimes it's out of pure jealousy because they're, they're jealous that you, you've able, you're managed to to step out of your comfort zone and give something a go. And, um, you know, it doesn't always work out, but when it does work out, you're like, oh, shit. Like, I, could have, I could have tried A, B, and C a couple of years back, uh, but I decided to not give it a go. And I think it's out of pure jealousy that people start giving shit to other people that have actually achieved and um, succeeded in, in giving, um, you know, different sort of methods and, and um, things a go. If you're drawn to do something, um, if your gut and your instinct tells you to do something where you want to you want to go somewhere or, or develop in a certain way yeah i suggest do it and, and and keep your talk low um wait until you've got the the runs on the board of where you want to go because the people around you seem to have a i'm really lucky to have a really strong support network um i know a lot of the people that i do see say that the people around them are generally the ones holding them back not by intention they're like oh don't do that you'll just get let down you'll get disappointed so i'd say if you're really drawn to do something or your intuition tells you to do it i'd say do it keep your talk low and, and wait until you've got a couple of runs on the board before you have a chat to them and you can say well listen i decided to do this and i've achieved abc because once you've got the hard runs on the board i guarantee you then they'll turn around and go oh yeah so how'd you do that how, how did you overcome this yeah. How did you get here? Cool. Can I have his number? Can I do that? Can I come join you? Exactly. Because once you succeed in everyone wants a piece of the cheese, mate. I think as a summary, as a whole, if you're struggling and you, you want to give something a go and it works for you, just give it a go. Don't worry about what others think and just continue to work on it. And ultimately, if you continue to work on it and you keep your mind open to it, um, resultantly, whether it be short-term or long-term, um, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll feel better and so much at ease with some of the things that you might be holding on to. Yeah, for sure. And reconnection is one of the keys. Um, mental health is one of the biggest things, as we know, is the feeling of disconnection from yourself and from purpose. Yeah. Um, and I guess meaning, like, but with shamanism, it really does reconnect to self, reconnect to purpose. Um, and I guess it, just, it makes things a bit clearer, just a bit clearer. Um, gives you the tools and the empowerment to move forward. So yeah, it's, it's definitely changed my life. Um, I'm absolutely humbled and honoured now that I have the ability to work with a lot of people um, moving forward. 
and, and have, I guess, have the ability to impact their life in a positive way. So yeah, it's it's an amazing thing, and, and I'm yeah humbled by it. Yeah, mate, I'm so happy that you found you know you found your your niche and you found your own general purpose, and it's ultimately helped you get through the tougher times. And mate, it's honestly an honor to be able to speak to someone like yourself because there's going to be so much more people in this world like what you're doing because ultimately the reward you're wanting to get you know and successfully achieve is is out of helping people going through difficult times and, and ultimately helping try and find that light the end tunnel so the world definitely needs more people like yourself cheers mate yeah it's um and Jaden, don't say yourself sure like we've all got a part in this bringing awareness to it um yeah everyone's got different skills in it and i think too uh knowing that everyone's not the only one that there are other people there are support networks there yeah. are avenues everything's a bit different how it works for everyone yeah. um with shaman that can be done remotely too i've been doing some sessions in other states um, but yeah, if we keep expanding the toolkit as a community, it, it gives people what they need to move forward and, and get over what's what's a shitty place to be in, really. Was there anything else you wanted to potentially say um, on this podcast before we wrap it up? Um, no, if anyone is kind of interested but doesn't want to make the full, I guess, dive to, to making a, an appointment, um, they can be done on the Gold Coast or remotely. Um, also, too, flick us a message through on Facebook, and we can also just have a free consult where if anyone just wants to have a chat too, because I'm very honest about it, I don't make any false claims, and I I won't sort of blow wind up anyone's ass at the end of the day. If someone wants to have a chat about how they're feeling or where they are and actually see if a shamanic healing has got something to benefit them or to offer them, I'm more than happy to organise a time for a free chat. Um, and we'll talk through about where you're at, where you want to be and, and what you're willing to do and how you want to get there. And I'll be very open and honest about um, what shamanic healing can do to help you get there. Brilliant, mate. And how can we, and how can the viewers find you? Uh, so the best way would be um, either on Facebook, uh, Rowan Cook. Um, yep. but my yeah. email is also Rowan underscore Cook, R-O-H-A-N underscore Cook, C-W-O-K at msn.com. Awesome. Thank you so much, mate. And again, it's been an honor for you to share, um, you know, your story of, 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 you know, starting up your own, of becoming a shamanism practitioner and how you've gone out of the, um, you know, dark and deep tunnel, found your light at the end of the tunnel, and now ultimately are helping people going through similar situations. Yeah, cheers for having us on, brother. Anyone I can help, um, yeah, it's, it's a great line of work to be in and to see those improvements in people's a, a hell of a, a warm and fuzzy feeling to, to see people get out of that black hole so the more people we can help and get this out there the better exactly mate and thanks again brother but this has been season season two episode four couch in mind clearing the mind one couch talk at a time and today guys i had rowan cook on the show and me and the topic we went over was alternative healing and um as rowan has mentioned before i'll put in his details in the link below but as always, if you want to hit me up and want to have a chat with me or whatever it may be, just um, message me on the Cash in the Morning Facebook page. Anyways, guys, have a fantastic rest of the week and I'll speak to you guys soon. Catch you later.